Manamana. Do 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 do. Manamana. Do 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 do. Manamana. Hello and welcome to All Lockdown How We Laugh with today's special guest all the way from Gossip via London, Andy Quirk, also known as Angelabra, whose pronunciation I just found out. Yeah. Andy's been doing comedy for quite a while, often as Angela, Angelabra. That's true. And has been quite busy on the kind of international Zoom circuit. The past while, but the first time I can interact with Mandy was doing his um, Anything Goes Online show. Yeah, yeah, you were on that. that. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was way back at the start of lockdown, eh? Yeah, it was like because I've been running Anything Goes here in Glossop every month, and then that was gone. So yeah, I started <laughs> up at my uh, my attempt. It wasn't live, was it? I'm I'm thinking back now. It was like a yeah. YouTube playlist. People yeah, sent me yeah. clips, and I mixed yeah, it all yeah. together. Yeah, and then eventually I gave up and did a live show instead on Zoom. So, but that so. was that was quite encouraging. I remember getting like my my list, I mean my lessons going up. Um, on mm. YouTube. I'm not I'm not big on YouTube. I've put a couple of things on YouTube. There's one episode of the podcast on YouTube, but um, and it's only because it was a Scottish Full Settle Sock Puppet Theatre, and it doesn't really work if you can't see them. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm not. But it was it was it was nice to just have that while I was starting to think. Right, what am I going to do if I'm still going to be a comedian in lockdown? You know. I mean, mm. I could. I guess I could have spent the last sixteen months complaining about lack of crowds and saying how Zoom's not real and stuff. But I think I was happier just practicing Mark. <laughs> yeah, I think it had some advantages. I, I met a lot of people who started to get very creative with what they sent me. You know, it started with people sending me clips from their live shows, and then you had some people just talking to their webcam, mm. and then eventually, you know, it tapped into character acts and sketch acts. And they actually yeah. made, we had running um, episodes of something. Some people were making an episode every two weeks. Of, right, right. Um, I think it was Fingers of Fish was one. And then there was, <laughs> um, which was a mad surreal thing. And then there was one, oh, Marty Gleason's, whatever that was called. And that was like a, um, almost like a sitcom where she played all the characters herself. Yeah. So, it, and then you had the musical comedians, of course, who generally made music. Yeah, I remember videos. a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. A of, I think I think um, I'd seen I performed with someone doing music on um, Laugh Able, and then I seen that they had videos on Anything Goes as well. Mm-hmm. So, but there, there, I remember there was quite a lot of videos you had for those those first few playlists. I was like eighty six or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was doing about anything up to 20 clips per episode if you want to call it that because they all yeah, ended yeah. up in the same playlist if you wanted you could watch i don't know how many it is now but there's over yeah. six hours or something of <laughs> comedy clips you could sit and watch the entire thing interspersed with angela turning up in front of a curtain going oh amazing <laughs> like and just making <laughs> jokes which was yeah. you know that was good like because she's a she's a good little mc so um yeah, that was a good practice because there was no other way of doing it yeah but yeah. Do, you know, do you know what it was i mean it was a very experimental time and i'm really mm. i'm really grateful for the opportunity i've been involved in that because like i say it started to connect me with people um that were doing online things you know yeah 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 there were people like that because it was originally obviously my open mic and gloss it would be people from manchester sheffield that kind of thing but then yeah we were getting submissions originally i said it would be uk comedy but then i got requests from australia and Kuala Lumpur, I think, was the other one. And I was like, oh, it's Philippines, I think. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, fine, send me something. <laughs> so, um, yep. yeah, and then when we moved into doing Clash of the Tight Tens online, that was mm-hmm. um, all through Zoom. And even then I had, I feel like Alice Frick, who was, uh, lives in the UK, but is 
Austrian and was in Austria when she did it. So she yeah, yeah. dialed in from there and, and did her set. So yeah, it was very different. Uh, but with nice things, of course, with Zoom, you actually had an audience. So you yeah, could yeah. hear them laugh and that. So yeah, it's good fun. It's been rather be outside. But yeah, it has had some um, <laughs> has had some silver linings. Always lockdown malarkey. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I've, I've, I've thought about doing um, videos for playlist type things again. Mm-hmm. And I've actually got, there's a BBC competition just now. And I'm in two minds whether or not I, I, it's within the rules to actually just send a, a Zoom gig video. Like one of right. the professionally made ones from like Frenzy or um, Punchline Online or G&B mm-hmm. even. Like, but cause, um, it says the only thing to do is it, it shouldn't have been broadcast before. But does does Zoom via a gig count as a broadcast? I doubt it. Yeah, by broadcast, I immediately assume like television or at least a very official online outlet. Maybe something you've been paid for. Maybe that might be the thing. Because I mean, every I mean, if you've made a TikTok, you've technically been broadcast. Yeah, yeah, totally. But so I didn't. Also, as well, you'll be judged on audience participation. But it's like if it's a homemade video, how can you judge audience participation? It's I've I've. So I think I've got a bit of OCD when it comes to competition rules. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really hard, actually. If it's audience interaction, it can be done. Um, yeah. So I used to, like, when I was, yeah, when, when Angela was hosting uh, Tight Tens, I always yeah. was talking to everyone who was watching and bringing them in and doing what you would do in a comedy club. But it obviously very different because it's one person at a time and it's all very structured because of the way that the technology works. Yeah. So, yeah, try, you couldn't have, like, I used to with the with the raps, like loads of the songs involve the whole audience shouting words and things. And obviously, <laughs> that's not possible in a, yeah, yeah. Um, in this um, in that technology. Yeah. 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 So it was you were just talking about Angela Abra there. Was yeah. Angela Abra about before lockdown, or is she a pandemic baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, Angela Abra was in conception before lockdown because we'd. Anna and I, my wife, um, who is Anna J in the First World Problem shows, um, we'd done whatever, Edinburgh 2019, and decided that was, and that went really well, but we decided that's enough First World Problems because we'd taken three variations of that show to Edinburgh over three years. And Anna wanted to be more involved as well um, because it was largely me driving it and her contributing a little, but it, it started to level up. So before the pandemic hit, we were already had this concept of um, a show which is now called Annie and Angela's Disco Divorce Party where um, (laughs) I wrote the songs and she wrote the vast majority of the script and so we had that sort of churning but then lockdown happened and it threw us a bit and and it was just not possible to do a double act thing under the conditions, some other things were going on obviously we were all a bit, we all had stuff going on because of lockdown, Um, so I had enough time to sort of develop a little solo project and then when I realized that, uh, you know, I was going to run anything goes online and then that kind of thing, I thought, well, this is where I can build Angela. Because if yeah. this is a character, this character needs to be depth. It's an extension of me. Um, but she does have her own quirks and personality because that's what a character is. So, um, and I've never done that before. So yeah. it, it was really useful that like every two weeks, Angela would be appearing and I'd be like, how would she talk about this? How would she do it? And the, I wrote six songs, and before each song, it's on the YouTube, there's like a four-minute, five-minute, she's talking to the camera sort of um, video blog, like a vlog yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Um, and 
you know, it's still on there, but it's quite funny to watch it now because she's totally changed. She was really, really, for the word, want of a better word, dippy to start with. <laughs> and actually now she's, she's smarter than she looks and she tricks people with that. So it's, uh, and, and she's a lot more cutting. My dad tells me that. It's <laughs> like, she's getting meaner. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she's not as fluffy as she yeah, was. It's just this lack of patience uh, for Zoom. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't think you can be too fluffy if you're going to be an MC or you're going to make <laughs> yeah. comedy that actually hits. Yeah. It's got to have a little bit of an edge to it. So <laughs> it was very, yeah. So she wasn't born in lockdown, but she definitely was developed. Evolved, yeah, yeah, like, evolved. She's not the same person. Yeah, evolved, that's the word. She's evolved, yeah. totally evolved. Um, and now, yeah, because there's two fringe shows, a solo show and a double act. Um, she's more or less consistent across them. I'd say she's slightly different one to the other. But um, it's, uh, yeah, it's been it's been really interesting for that. So, yeah, I mean, anyone would say, where would you, if anyone had heard of Angela it will be because of TikTok or yeah. something I've done online. So, for the while, yeah, she is a an online construction, although uh, I've just done a load of fringe shows with her. So uh, we are right. getting out there live. Was now. that in Brighton, yeah? Or Bradford? Or... Not Brighton. Uh, you got it nearly there. It began with B. It was Buxton. <laughs> Buxton, so, right, right, right. Because that's just down the road from us. And I did Buxton's fringe last year. That was yeah. early on in the pandemic. But I, I threw something together really quick for that. I've been doing songs, parodies on an acoustic guitar. Yep. And they were largely based around my experiences of moving to Glossop, so from yeah. London. So I'd done them in little clubs in Manchester and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And right. I thought, I'll just sling all these together. I did a bit of talking to camera and it was like a big old, it's like a 50 minute or 40 minute, it wasn't that long, 40 minute video show, which then was appeared at the virtual fringes in 2020. Yeah. And it, um, it did all right. That was kind of, once I'd finished that, that was where started to move over to the Angela stuff, but it was via all sorts of weirdness. I made political satire type yeah. songs and one about Dominic Cummings, which did it really, really <laughs> well on YouTube. It was ridiculous. I think yes, it's, I don't know, it's, it's like a hundred thousand views or something now. So the man's ripe for parody, but he's quite a terrifying presence. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, he is. It was on, um, <laughs> his inter it was just interview was just last night as we're recording. And it is, I mean, it, it, it's mind boggling. The things that he's saying, the, the way he's presenting himself and how it all makes sense, but he's still like sitting there just, you know, just blatantly saying, yeah, but we're thinking of removing um, Boris Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I would always find identification in that with you, Dominic, because we've thought about removing him too, but holy shit, you're on Newsnight saying that. Like, yeah. it's it's a very scary time, man, like for politics, that, that somebody like that can go on and admit to being, you know, a, a behind-the-scenes manipulator it hasn't been absolutely <laughs> i was like so i said to anna earlier because we were talking about this and i was like you know here's here's a man who's on there going don't really value democracy <laughs> they've just voted for him get him out you know <laughs> yeah i don't respect the people because they voted for the people that we, we maneuvered them to vote for and that means they don't deserve my respect and you're like whoa what, what, what's happened what like, eh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's, it's, it's, I mean, there is some things. It's a bit like with Donald Trump at that time. It's yeah. like, how can you make comedy out of this? Because writing itself. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, I remember people referring to a post-parody world, like or mm. a, a post-satire world. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like things like you could, you couldn't even have made like the thick of it, or 
It's not that at the time because it's just the real life was just so bizarre. Yeah, definitely. And now we've all got kind of some kind of weird like survivor's guilt for finding Joe Biden boring and things. You're like, it's okay, it's okay for the president to be boring. Just that's better. <laughs> it's the same thing you get with Paul Keir Starmer. They're like, oh, he hasn't made an impact. I'm like, does he have to get on a zip wire? Is that what's going to break it for Labour? He has to do something really goofy so people actually know him. Yeah, totally. It's, um, yeah, it's a terrifying thing. Hmm. Yeah. So, so we're, talk- um, we're talking about fringes there. Have you got anything booked for Edinburgh this year? Yeah. So Edinburgh just came along so late. Like yeah. we were talking to, because we usually go up with Laughing Horse. And then yeah. um, it was, a, I don't know how many, three months ago or something, Laughing Horse themselves were saying, if you're going to book stuff, just book it. Don't worry. We have no idea what's going on with Edinburgh yeah. and we might do something virtual. I believe there's still a virtual wing of there Laughing is, yeah, Horse's yeah. Fringe. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I'm doing a one-off for them on the 22nd of August. Um, But by the time um, that they came through saying, actually, we might have real venues, um, we'd booked both Disco Divorce Party and At Home with Miss Angelabra for Camden Fringe. So Mm -hmm. we're there. And we planned some holidays. Like, we've never had an August holiday for years. So... It was like, okay, so we'll go down to Camden and we'll, and I'm doing, as I think I mentioned before we start recording, uh, I'm doing a bunch of gigs down there as well. So there's three nights right. in Camden on the 3rd, 4th and 8th of August. They're all at the Rose and Crown in Kentish Town. Yeah. And then I've also got on the 2nd at the Glory in Shoreditch with uh, Lucian Jack's night. And yeah. then at the Two Brewers, I think that's on the 5th. That's in Clapham. And uh, have I got something else? Yes, I have. On the Saturday, the 7th, I'm part of Groovy Grove, which is the Grove in Hammersmith. Um, so, yeah, doing we, uh, Anna and I are doing our, our double act for three nights. I'm doing a gig every night, bar one of the eight nights we're actually in London. Yeah. And then we'll go down and see family, and then we'll back up to do the virtual fringe and then we're doing Telford on the 24th thanks to Roger Swift um, so we're doing uh, yep disco divorce party there and then then I think we go to a festival to actually watch not do and, uh, and then in September it's um, the new Mills festival which is near us and then my own Glossop comedy festival in October brilliant so, brilliant yeah so how many how, how, how big is the Glossop comedy festival it's it's dinky, um, and I, yeah. I, it's only I ran it once before this. It should have run again, but then of course there was lockdown. Yeah, so yeah. the first year I moved up here, or oh, that summer that followed, I did what's called the Oakwood Fringe because the pub I run it at is called the Oakwood, and yeah. we just did a two two days, two nights in their really nice room, which is above holds like sort of sixty people, yeah. and it went all right, and. I thought I could build on this. And so now we're doing October 8th, 9th, 10th. Um, and loads of uh, acts are up. So lots from Manchester, but also some acts from London. Um, mm. We've got some really not, like bigger acts, I'd like to say, like people I follow for ages who I spot in my clubs uh, back yeah, three, cool. four years ago, like Ali Woods. He's coming up. He's really good. And we've got Dave Chawner, Stevie Gray. Um, there's a whole raft. Pauline Air, she's coming up. Um, then obviously we're doing our shows as well. So that'll be really good. I think it's about, it won't be 20, I think about 16 odd acts over the three days. Really? Um, all just good. going on in the same room, one after the other. 
Sorry, yeah. I should actually ask you this like earlier in the conversation, but how long have you been doing comedy? <laughs> I like the way you said I've been going for ages. I've been going five years. I'm going five years, long. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it, it's a millennia. It's still, you, you'll still be, at the top of the scale, you'll still be considered a newbie, but like, if, when you're in it, you're in it. <laughs> it feels like, yeah. it's like comedy's like the Overlook Hotel. It's like you're, you're there and you were always there. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just that the um, it might seem longer because I, I ran stuff and I wasn't really a comedian at all. I was, I was playing guitar as a musician. So yeah, I ran yeah. like some open mics. And before that, I ran proper band nights, like four yeah. bands on a night and the club nights before that and DJed and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've always been into events. And then, yeah, I sort of moved from being in a band to doing some acoustic stuff which was kind of funny but wasn't comedy as such and then eventually moved into sort of musical comedy with the yeah. rapping and yeah and that and that's the other thing of course i say like oh yeah i've been comedy five years but yeah angela is is less than a year old and all the the songs are all new and the yeah. material in between all the jokes and you i've never really written jokes and i've been writing like lots of terrible yeah. <laughs> mum jokes, as the kids call them, <laughs> on uh, on TikTok. They are, I love this. This is like my drunk auntie. <laughs> like great. Um, my, my girlfriend's obsessed with TikTok. Like she she does all these videos. Like, but all the crazies come out. Like there was one where girls were like saying to their partner the wrong name. Like you know, like Greg, can you pass me that drink? And like guys were absolutely flying off the handle, going, "Who the hell is this, Greg?" And da, 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 da. and like she done it with me, and I was sitting eating a packet of crisps, and I was like, "I'm sure you said Craig." I'm like what? <laughs> and she does all yeah. these, um, she does all these like song parodies, but it's not her performing; it's just her looking like she's performing, like right. So, so it's like yes. a bit from a film or whatever, and she's you know like doing the voice, the voiceover, and she absolutely yeah. loves it, like absolutely, totally loves it. I see the strangest things on TikTok. I've yeah, seen, yeah. I think, what you're talking about. I've seen really bizarre things like people who are not comedians who are, yeah, mouthing a joke by someone yeah. famous. Yeah. Or there's a joke, and they're usually really bad, and they're usually very old school, very sexist, in my experience, <laughs> jokes, where clearly someone's done the joke, and it must be an old school joke, and I've seen three, four people do the same joke and they perform it like they actually say it themselves. They're not miming. It's like yeah. you're doing a cover version <laughs> of a terrible joke. Of a Bernard um, Manning joke. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's just like this is really, this is like the sort of joke, yeah, your dad might have told you, you know, it's, it's just so dated. And, but it's young people doing it. And yeah. I'm like, why is this? And then, as you say, like reaction videos, like, aha, I'm going to make my partner go mad. I'm like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, there, there was one as well where like, um, she, she put she put a filter on it and she, she filmed me sleeping in front of the TV because I always fall asleep in front of the TV. There's a kind of running joke where I say I'm enjoying this and then immediately like fall asleep. Right. And then in the filter it, it it puts a funny mouth on you like and then she's you know she's posting that in TikTok and people are you know giving it laugh emojis and things and I'm like you are off your fucking nut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think TikTok is a world to itself. Like, I've given up. Yeah. Like, I, I love posting, <laughs> but I've seen some people I know, they're doing really well. They've got, like, 100,000 followers, 50,000 yeah, yeah, followers, yeah. all that. Angela's scooting around the 3,000 mark. She's always <laughs> adding every day. But it's... Yeah. Um, I don't... 
I'll post something. There's one I've got which has been on for two weeks. It's got like seventy-two thousand views, and you're like, yeah. "That's pretty good." But <laughs> it, but then you realise it's because it's very strange. It's like because it picked up in Australia, and loads of yeah. Australians were sharing it. Yeah, I remember you posted about that. It migrated to. Uh, yeah. It's now migrated to the US, and so if yeah. you look at the data, it's like fifty percent of the people who've watched it are American. Yeah. And you're like, wow, <laughs> well, yeah, did yeah. this happen? And you go, I've got a really good joke. You post it and it's like 500 views. <laughs> oh, well, that was, I've just thrown that away as such. But you never know. It might get picked up later and yeah. go a bit mad. It's well, weird. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet in this, um, this podcast going viral, but, you know, it'd be nice if it did. It's just baffling. The, the strength of TikTok is anything yeah. could happen. So sometimes it can be huge, but sometimes it will be tiny. And I, I, I posted a video recently. Um, it was it was a guy playing a piano, and a, and a no, it was it was a drum, and he's doing a drum beat, and he's got I think he's got a little keyboard in front of him, and there's a guy in a turban standing behind him doing a dance where he's slapping his heels with his hands. And a what? dog's running about the living room, and they're, 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 they're singing like an acoustic version of Pump Up the Jam. Like, pump up the jam, pump it up. And it's like, he's <laughs> so demented. It's, it's like something that you'd see in a film to denote insanity. You know, and like, Lorraine's currently yeah. trying to find a way to for us to emulate this and put it up. <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah. not happening. That's not happening. Like, like, but, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely not wearing the turban and, you know, and the makeup for that, because no. we did that will get me cancelled. Like, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Oh God. Well, yeah. The way you describe it, I want to see it. So it really works. Have a look. Have a look at my timeline. I put it up a few weeks ago. Mate. Ah, there we go. It's, I mean, it, a... it's, it's an amazing video. But now my girlfriend wants us to do a cover version. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I guess that's another thing you can put down to lockdown as well. Oh We've yeah. All had a lot more time, and yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people who I guess because they're trying to make content, and so I'm so glad actually. I think because now I've used it long enough, it has started to filter out. The stuff it knows, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, like, yeah. It is, it's, 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 it, there's some pretty terrible stuff on there, <laughs> but um, it, it seems to be more attuned to me now. It keeps sending me ones that are longer than 15 seconds, so it's clearly worked out I'm over 40. So, <laughs> <laughs> you actually have an attention span, yeah. <laughs> it's um, funny, but yeah, that, that, that's the world of online anyway, so yeah, yeah. But I think that's just, I think lockdown just made it more, um streamlined i guess like that kind of insanity of, of, of online life you know I, yeah. I, I, i'm currently very addicted to being online I, I need to do something about that like um <laughs> it opens things up i suppose because if you're used to like you are i am like if you've been doing gigs and you're doing them in you know little basements or whatever and or even larger places you still got like <clears throat> You know, a couple of hundred people at most, and more likely yeah. sometimes ten. <laughs> you know, it's um, but it's a certain group of people who watch that. So when you're then out onto the internet, like you reach this entirely different audience, and you know, some of them you realise like vast numbers of people find really like really dumb stuff funny yeah, and yeah. stuff that you probably couldn't get away with in a comedy club. It wouldn't be considered good at all. And also, I suppose the age ranges too, because that's something I've noticed on TikTok again. Like, loads of my followers are under 18. I did yeah. a uh, Zoom preview of At Home with Miss Angelabra, and the people who watched, um, it was all on Zoom. Three of them came on, and they had cameras, but their cameras weren't pointing at them. They were like pointing at the ceiling. And 
I was like, oh, you know, I'd love to see your face, etc. Um, <laughs> and then one of them private messaged me and said, I'm 12. Um, my mum says it's okay for me to watch you, but I can't be on the camera. And I'm like, that's fair enough. You know, <laughs> I understand that. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, there was yeah. there was a, there was an, a dimension of moral panic with TikTok um, when it, when lockdown first started. There was there was there was an idea that it was it was it was strictly a tool for you know people who are wanting to exploit people. And it's um, mm. so it's, I, I I never quite got that. Like I think I think anything. And then on it can be used by paedophiles and things like that, but it's, you can't sort of label one app as the problem, you know? No, I think you have like with TikTok in particular, though. I suppose I'm not. I'm, I'm sure there's something nefarious going on. People think there is, but not in yeah. that domain. I think yeah, in like yeah. data, there might be something quite dodgy going on. Yeah. But the um, in, in terms of that, like, there's a lot of controls on TikTok. You know, if yeah. you swear, it disappears. Like, you know, there's definitely things that people report at the drop of a hat i'm glad to say i've never been reported but yeah. if someone's posted and it, it happens so rarely once in a while i will get a real troll who will attack me yeah like and for being angela basically like it'll be disgusting transphobic it'll be yeah. very very right wing yeah. and and some threatening to kill me like i'm like oh brilliant and you just click it you go, i'd like to report this and yeah. TikTok, what's the problem is it hate speech? I'm like, yes, it is. You know, yes. like this uh, they is give so you a list common, and you're like, you... all of the above. <laughs> yeah. And, I, yeah, and they're gone. Like I've never been bothered by them since. I'm sure they've been blocked, and I'm sure they probably, you know, it's pretty yeah. unequivocal. If a human looked at what they posted, they'd be yeah. like, this is this wrong. Is it, yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. Although my favorite, I have to put in this one. This just made me laugh last week. Someone didn't like one of my videos. They just thought the song, the, the song, they thought the joke was bad. They were like, this is a terrible block joke. I'm blocking you. And then <laughs> you go to my comments page. It's not there because they blocked me. <laughs> so I can't see the comment, but I get it because it notifies me of it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh. They'll wisen up and be like, I'm blocking you this time tomorrow and set the alarm for the next day. So they remember to come back and block you like, but so, so you know, so that you know you're blocked. You're, you're blocked, yeah, good and proper. <laughs> I like the effort you have gone to to do that. I'm like, what is this? Silly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good that that's, that's in the minority anyway. The, the sort of oh, yeah. Aspects. I did wonder, you put this stuff out on the internet, I did wonder how much grief I'd get. And yeah. actually, very little. And that's across all the platforms, like, not on. YouTube, where prior to that, as I said, I've been making little political parodies, which had gone down really well with a certain subsection of audience, much older audience, I believe. And, yeah. um, but I think, I think, when yeah. the negativity, like, there's an issue with certainly for myself, definitely for myself, it gets worse if you cultivate it, if, if you feed it, hmm. you know, if, if, if you engage with it, you just, you just bring in more, and that, that's something I really need to work on with. Because obviously, as a comedian, you're getting more and more attention, and more and more people added to your social media and things like that. And not yeah. everybody's not everybody's going to be there, going, "Wow, that's so funny, Jimmy, you're great." Like, obviously, there's going to be yeah. people who, who either wouldn't think you're funny or wouldn't agree with what you're saying or whatever. And that's that's everybody's entitled to an opinion, but it gets worse if if you bite. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I see some people do like um, bite. I'm is, terrible. It's the for wrong it. word because they're using it, but I don't know if you know like Chelsea Hart, someone who I've. I've 
you know seen perform she yeah. just goads people <laughs> like but that's her character <laughs> she knows yeah, yeah. that's what what's good because she winds people up because yeah. they they say stupid things and she pulls them up on it yeah. um and that on an, in a tiktok world that works whereas yeah. like with um what i've seen also on my tiktok is like someone will say like so i'll someone say like ah you'll never be a woman you're like <laughs> interesting attack um so um and the um and then all these oh, you've got me with that basic biology yeah. shit yeah <laughs> it, it, the kids kick in there's like this scrum with all these people going you're a they don't use fascists they'll be like you know you're so wrong you're evil you're so blind you know they really attack him you're a troll and all this and i'm like wow once i saw it there were like 12 <laughs> of my followers attacking this person and i was like i deleted it i deleted yeah, the whole thing the whole and i posted thing, yeah, and said yeah. you know i you know thanks for those of you who stepped in but um this is a place of positivity and we don't feed the trolls yeah. you know and i think they've caught on that because i've got a teaching background you know i work yeah. in primary teaching um i i think even though it's not been particularly intentional um it comes across like i i just apply the same sort of logic and approach as i would on TikTok because they're so young, like most yeah. of them. I'm like, I'm going to give you some life lessons, like as Angela, <laughs> if you like, you know, you know, it's, you don't yeah. need to get involved in all this, you know. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, it's, it's experience. We were talking a bit before we came on about kind of Facebook spats and things, which are there's a regular yeah. theme in this show, and I've and how like when you first get into comedy, you, you do tend to get involved. It's, Comedy is this all-encompassing. Everything's also important. Things, and then it doesn't. It's a matter of months before you realise how pointless it is to get engaged in any of these spats that happen online. You know, and it's yeah. uh, and it's it's absolute hubris that to, to think that any of it might be sorted out by a particularly witty comment. <laughs> yeah, it's probably comedians have opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fly around. Yeah, I know. I've seen stuff, and yeah, which we talked about, but I don't like. I'm not giving the air of publicity, but if yeah. I if I see that someone's getting it, maybe in the neck or something, if it's if it's that personal, like sometimes I might. It's it's so rare anyway to be honest. But if I see yeah. it and it's someone involved, I might write to them if I know them already and be yeah. like, "You're right." Like, yeah. and not it, you know, it just be must be horrible to be absolutely attacked when you know maybe they've done something wrong maybe they haven't but how on earth do a hundred people on facebook know either way yeah you know and and they're just sort of it might be more they're taking to task the issue at hand but unfortunately it's been personalized onto one person yeah and that's not fair you know that's why we have you know uh, investigations and courts and things you know you need you can't just throw this stuff around Uh, a smear campaign is not not entirely fair yeah so but yeah it does, I, it, it does tend to happen in comedy though it kind of reaches points where it all kind of explodes and you know i think it takes a couple of years of experience in it to realize it just this is i'm taking nothing to do with this you know yeah like yeah there's i mean i saw something recently i won't name it i don't want to but yeah. it, and it's very much based around the north and it was something came up that a comedian had done like it was proven like it was in the court and someone yeah. had forwarded this news article about it and it was like oh my god it's him never knew yeah you know and they're like wow what a position to be in um yeah but i looked at it i was like oh but i didn't jump on it like yeah. start pillaring the, the guy you know it's like yeah. well i'll just be aware of that you know because yeah. there's no debate over whether that happened or not but yeah. 
yeah, it's not something to just dissect on Facebook, mm. you know. Totally. But um, so you say you're only doing online for Edinburgh, yeah? Yeah, because obviously because of the Camden Fringe and then the other things we've booked up. Um, I looked at it because we're back up here in Glossop for like a week and a half. But yeah. that's the other thing I haven't that gets in the way. Gets in the way. It's actually a good thing. <laughs> um, Angela and Annie are involved with a party bingo night in Manchester. <laughs> yeah, which is called Bop and Bingo. Um, and that sort of started out during lockdown when they... They had a few events which were a bit chaotic, but that's been sorted. Um, and the, the their Facebook page, they wanted to keep their profile up. So they were like, well, are you doing anything? That's why Annie and Angela made the quiz night. Like yeah. We did the bonkers quiz night for a while. <laughs> and they would we fed it through Facebook, uh, yeah. their Facebook, because they have like 5,000 odd people on their page. And... They are what for want of a better word, like like they they're not comedy people as such. They're just normal yeah. people who love pubbing and clubbing, and they just you know they're they're great, uh, and they're generally pretty young. And yeah. so that all went on. So we built up like our image on there, and so now we have got. I mean, at the end of this month, we're in Bolton, <laughs> um, hosting. A, a night and so there'll be like Angela will be emceeing and doing some songs and calling some numbers and probably embarrassing some contestants because it involves games as well it's really? like sort of I don't know Butlin's on crack I don't know the way to describe <laughs> it um, it's, it it's so so new to me I I've never heard of anything like it down in London but it's all the rage up here like right. having the sort of loosely themed around having games of bingo but it's like just yeah. a crazy party night <laughs> And I'm, I'm kind of avoiding DJing and all sorts. Yeah. I'm kind of avoiding yet again telling the story of the only time I've been on stage out of lockdown um, uh, in the afternoon. Did, I, I think you might have heard it when you heard um, the Louis Williams podcast. Mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't listen to every single word. What? Oh, like, I did. <laughs> just tuned in for my bit and then just turned it off. Well, no, yeah, again, I'm going thing. to tell the story of my podcast. I think this must be the seventh time or something. Like, But the only gig I've done so far was in the afternoon. And it was in a community yeah. centre, or, or actually technically a bowling club, in a 200 capacity room that held 70, and it was it was a kind of bingo event. Yeah. And I will say that the carers loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But at one point, the person that runs the, the event came up and pretended she was getting something out of her bingo box and said, don't mention wanking or the royals again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such Oops. a good story. How could I not tell it a hundred times in my podcast? You know, like, but that's yeah. literally the only time I've been on stage so far. I've got, I've got, I've got some things booked online and in person for Edinburgh, and I've yeah. got a couple of gigs. I've actually ended up for some strange reason getting a gig in three cities in the same night booked after sixteen months of nothing. So I'm going to have to choose one of the ones and um, and do that. But it's still next month. You know, it's like still mm. I'm still waiting to get an actual proper gig. You know, and that, yeah. after that harrowing experience in the community centre, I think I deserve an actual gig. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds it to me. Uh, I'm just looking forward to actually, yeah, doing some gig gigs. I mean, I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, in Scotland, we've got the two meter. We've had the two meter rule up until Monday yeah. last. So that that made that made any gig impractical. You know. Yeah. You know, I say we've apart from the gigs in Ludlow and Buxton that we've done in the last couple of weeks. The first time Angela went out live was in Chester with Lou's gig, and it 
it was like, oh, nothing's changed. It's a lovely pub. There's, you know, there's a decent little number of locals. They're all there, they're a bit drunk. The stage <laughs> is high enough that I could bash my head on the ceiling if I go the wrong way. And <laughs> it was, um, it was lovely. And I was like, this is what it's. This is we're back. Normality has returned. I feel like I'm back in my zone. And yeah. it was a really nice gig actually, yeah, and, well, and reassuring because I wandered through Chester. Angela had a little wander through Chester and was really? fine. Like it was, I was like, no one cares anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or at least in Chester, nobody cares anymore. I've been invited down to perform at that, but I'm still trying to work out when's the best time to go. I'm trying to get something in another, a nearby city on the Friday mm. and on the Saturday to, to kind of justify going that far for a gig, you know? Yeah. For a gig of that it's, size, anyway. Like, you, you, you probably head for Manchester, I imagine. They're yeah, all Liverpool. Yeah, so. yeah but I'm, so I'm, going to, I'm going to start investigating what, what open spots are at, on the weekends and then try mm-hmm. and get something for an adjacent. Friday and Saturday, and then get down to play a loose gig. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is nice. Nice little gig. You know, <laughs> these, are, yeah. these are the things that we we run on. You know, yeah. um, I'm seeing all the ones in Manchester are restarting as well. So putting in requests for those, we shall yeah. see. Um, yeah. Though I do tend to like, I used to just be happy to turn up and do once in a while. It'd be like five, usually ten, but I do five occasionally. And but now I'm like Angela. I'm like I'm not doing less than. 15. Yeah. <laughs> I spend an hour and a half getting ready. I'm not doing yeah. it for 10 minutes. Yeah. And uh, ideally, that's another nice thing about being in the North. You actually get paid. Londoners, yeah. listen up. Like when yeah. you go and do a bill with six comedians in London yeah. or eight, good luck. Like there's no money. There's hardly any audience. And you're just lucky it's not a bringer. Um, yeah. Whereas up here, like people actually consider you know new act new material nights and all that kind yeah. of thing are actually good entertainment and they will donate generously towards it so yeah, you can yeah. afford to do it it's um yeah it's a revelation london should probably learn but i, I do i do think at, at the moment um, things are starting back up and it's obviously many of the same structures that were in place before lockdown are starting to come back out but i think within a year We'll definitely see effects of this sort of cross pollination of the international scene. You know, I think I think a lot of people that weren't connected before will be connected, and they might not be together enough to actually change things for the for the better right now. But I think in the next eighteen months, we'll, we'll start to see the, the long term effects of how Zoom has affected comedy. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying Zoom is a kind of catch all term for internet comedy. You know. I'll be interested to see if we have a, a swathe, that's a word, isn't it? A swathe yeah. of TikTok comedians turning <laughs> up as well. Like, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm bracing myself. I'm looking forward to it that I'll find an 18-year-old who does nothing but 10-second <laughs> one-liners for 10 minutes <laughs> like, or something. You know, it, it, it's, it, I think it's very possible that we're going to get, a, a, like, quite a lot of that. And it'll yeah. be really interesting to see how that goes because... You know, that's a thing, like the attention span and all that. Things have to be quick, quick, quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see. It'll diversify a bit. I, I yeah. like watching, like, the comedies that get promoted on, like, BBC Three and that. But they yeah, are very yeah. much, and are noticing, they are definitely a niche. There's a certain, yeah. you know, it, it's good. They're promoting their diversity and all sorts of opportunity. But they do all seem to be incredibly polite and incredibly educated and yeah. you know it's it's very radio four just a bit faster yeah. you know a yeah. lot of the time so much as i love it i like the fact that i'm seeing some other stuff some bigger stuff yeah, yeah. Else, elsewhere 
Uh, and then in, in the clubs of the of the north or the little knights of the north, it's not just a big pile of wanking jokes, which is like... Well, I, some of my wanking jokes are my, my strongest, you know, but... I'm just sure not, they're very just, 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 just not the best, just not the best for community centres. Or, yeah. No, or, or no an, an afternoon gig at a community centre. I have to say, I would be thinking... Mm, what was I going like, to do? Like, like, bring fucking Bob Monkhouse's joke book? <laughs> yeah. I think I'd do my song about how, you know, sometimes you drink a little too much wine. That's the kind of <laughs> song I would perform it, at that. It, it kind of all happened by accident as well, but I, I was I was really grateful to get the opportunity to just stand on a stage with a microphone. You know, yeah. like, I, I genuinely think, like, I would have probably stood in that room empty and done it. <laughs> May have been better if I had. <laughs> but it was, um, there was one thing before lockdown, I was, I was like, almost at like on stage autism I, I did I was starting to make eye contact with the crowd and things mm -hmm. which was a thing I very much struggled with in my first couple of months but I, I wasn't projecting far enough like and at least that time in the community center or the bowling club or whatever I was actually projecting and getting them at the back of the room you know because mm. I definitely seen one one old old man looking cross and his carer laughing at the very back <laughs> of the room like, because that, that was part of my feedback from the stand in Red Raw. It was like, it would be nice if the whole room had I heard them. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so if nothing else, from that experience I've took, that I'm, I'm actually getting the back of the room now. You know, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm projecting more. I don't, I don't know what Zoom's taught yeah. me that's changed that, but I can I can feel it now. Oh, okay. you know? oh that's good. Well, there's one. There's a plus. I mean, yeah, that, always... that, was, that was one good tiny takeaway from that awful experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go you're probably half deaf so you've done very well uh, so. um yeah well it's been an absolute right, right. pleasure having you on andy um and hopefully you'll be back on um, in the next couple of months to talk about how things have unfolded yeah i mean yeah it'll be i mean I'm, i look forward to that it's um you know it's new new ventures and all that you know it's a it's a brave new world we're back out hopefully <laughs> we're hopefully not being put away again um, well, i'm actually, I'm actually uh, thinking of calling season four of this out of lockdown now we laugh but yeah. um i don't know i might just i might just keep it as a lockdown how we laughed about it but it's, I'm, I'm definitely going to keep going with these because i really enjoy talking to comedians like, well, i'm just... going to keep yeah, I mean, I keep updating my uh, like Angela has her own blog. It's all completely Angela's blog, yeah. which I think is read by about ten people. But it's good for the soul. <laughs> so um, I'll keep updating all the, all the tour news and how it's going through her uh, optimistic lens. Well, and, I'll, link, I'll link to that in the social media for this. So anybody, yeah, that would be great. Team, back on the social media and have a have a like look at the page and like, and you, you'll probably boost your reach by at least three people. <laughs> Amazing. Sounds great. Sounds like some of the online comedy I've done. But it's all been good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, cheers. Thanks very much, man. All right then. Cheers. Thanks. Manamana. Manamana. Manamana.